Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Hey guys, it's it's Davido. Um, I'm just coming here to say uh, that I love the Fallout app, and I would like to tell you about the service that they use to make this podcast. It's called Anchor. The best thing about Anchor is it's free. You don't have to pay anything. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to the episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you're going to be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can now make money for your podcast with very little, uh, minimum, little, little, little listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, guys. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. This is your official civil defense broadcaster. One of the greatest threats would be radioactive fallout. Uranium fever. Where fallout is heaviest, it can even kill those who have not taken proper shelter. Broadcasting deep underground in a questionably constructed survivalist bunker is Dave Chaffins and Kenneth Vigue, and your host as always, Mr. Robots. This episode of the Fallout Hub is brought to you by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Open enrollment for advanced robotics courses starts now. Totally nothing sketchy going on. Nope, not at all. And we're live. <laughs> Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Fallout Hub. We are returning to you with a new episode. And uh, this is going to be a very different episode than we normally do because we are playing the special summer games today. This is not a news episode. This is not an interview episode. This is an episode where the greatest contestants across the wasteland are going to duke it out for superiority in the special summer games. So, welcome, as always. I am your host, Tom, or Robots, and I have with me Ken. Welcome back, Ken. Hello. Hello, and also Dave. Hello. Welcome, Dave. Dave's mic is not on. Turn on your mic, Dave. You disappeared. All of a sudden, you turn know. Turn on your mic, Dave. Turn on your mic. Turn I just, on your mic, Dave. Turn on. <laughs> I just spent some time uh, uh, sacrificing some blood to the internet gods in order to uh, get everything working again. And I guess maybe Dave has to do the same. I'm afraid the demons have passed on to the, the house of Dave. To the house of Dave. So while he's figuring that out, why don't I explain what we're actually doing? So we have a bracket set up, and uh, you know, it'd be really cool is if we could show it to our live stream audience. Is there a way that we could do that? Dave would know. Maybe Dave will set that up after he's uh, got, got his you, mic back fam. on. 
cool. All right, so we've got brackets set up. We have the Mid-Atlantic Mushroom Clouds versus the New England Neutrons. And these are brackets comprised of all of our favorite characters across the breadth of the Fallout games, including some at least one or two characters that uh, go all the way back to Fallout 1 and show up in other games as well. And what we're going to be doing is having a conversation where the three of us decide which character wins in a all-out battle, all-out one-on-one battle between each character in the bracket. So, for example, if you look at the top left, you will see Fox versus Butch Deloria, Butch from the uh, Tunnel Snakes gang. And so not we would... Butch Delorean, Butch Delorean, Butch Delorean. Yeah, Delorean. Not... yeah Butch Delorean, Butch of Delorean. <laughs> And we're going to decide which one would win in an all-out one-on-one battle between the two, and then that character will continue on to the next bracket. So, you know, just kind of like how most of this stuff works until we are down to our top two, and we will decide the winner. Now, this is... um, Dave, welcome back to the show. How's it going, man? I'm glad to be here, finally. (laughs) You know, they saved the best, introduced me, and I'm here. I'm ready. I'm excited. We had opening ceremonies, um... I have a torch here. I'm going to light. Okay. <laughs> Look the at torch that. is That's lit. Beautiful. Look at that flame. Go. That's I'm good. Gonna, I'm going to run it up to the... Oh, Dave disappeared again. Bye, Dave. Uh, goodbye, Dave. See you later. Bye. We can't hear you, Dave. We can't hear you, Dave. So, uh, well, Dave, Dave's going to figure out his, his setup. Sorry for the technical difficulties, friends. Yeah, he's still trying to talk. You keep, you keep working on that, Dave. All right, so, Ken, why don't we, uh, why don't we kick this off with some conversations? Let's, let's have a discussion here. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at our, our first two. Like I mentioned before, we have Fox and Butch Deloria. I have some initial responses here as to what I think would happen if we had Fox and Butch Deloria in a... Uh, let's let's paint the scene a little bit. We've got a... We're out in the wasteland. We have a bunch of <laughs> raiders who have set up like a circular ring full of just, just pieces of metal and scrap and stuff like that, right? They've got some bleachers. They've got like a circular ring. You can't get out of the ring. And both of these contestants are pitted against each other in a life or death contest. Is that where we're going with this? I think so. Something Uh, something like that kind of scene? Weighing out a few things, uh, Butch was the original Chad. Very Chad type. Yeah, yeah, very Chad type. Mm -hmm. is a total badass. You step out of the uh, Raven Rock and there he is. Just with his gigantic laser blowing things out of the sky screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah, probably one uh, of the most impressive super mutants in the wasteland. Absolutely. I would say. So, yeah. Um, so I think this one's pretty clear. If you were to and, and okay, so let's let's also set some ground rules here. What are the characters allowed to use when pitted against each other? Are they are we giving them traditional weapons, traditional uh, advantages they would have had in the story as we remember them? Uh, I think if we do that, the battle is going to be short-lived. Because let's remember that uh, Butch uh, had a switchblade mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. 
right? Fox with an overpowered, uh, you know, rapid fire laser cannon. Right, right. Thing. But in the case of, uh, you know, let's, and again, just for the groundwork here, we have, for example, uh, something like John Henry Eden showing up in this as well. So you have a situation where um, some of these characters are going to be less physical and they're going to be more influential due to programming or connections or those kinds of things. So do we want to take that into consideration and say, well, a character is the sum total of the equipment that they they have? I think, Dave, we can can hear you now, I think. Yeah, I think, Dave, I think we could hear you. Is Dave back? Dave, we can hear you. Dave, are you back? Say words. Dave, speak to us, Dave. Maybe he can't hear us. I feel like Dave has his mic on, and then he's going to switch it and then be off again. Well, and he, yeah. yeah, Dave, Dave, we can hear Dave, you. Do you hear us? Let's just flail, flail at the internet. Oh, this makes for- oh, oh, there, there you, you are. are. Hello, we can't hear you. Hello, <laughs> you can right, hear me so, again. We can hear you again. So and Dave, we're back. Man, in the vault's uh, technology, this vault is old. The uh, wiring in here is a, is a little bit hard to deal with. Let me explain to you about computers from 2077. Um, They are, first of all, unreliable, and I don't have my level 3 skill to do the word puzzle (laughs) to get my mic to work. Um, Because if I did, then I would... I I don't know. I I would probably be a hacker for hire. Call me Mr. Robot. Oh, wait. We already got that. We already got that. So, Dave, to bring you up to speed, we're discussing... In a situation where we have these com- these competitors at each other's throats, life or death situation, are they are we allowing them every bit of gear, weaponry, the things that we generally associate with them? Okay, yes. They will be having every bit of gear, knowledge, information, anything that is associated with that character, they mm-hmm. will have. Okay. One other so, thing. One other mm-hmm. thing. The wild card rule here is in the first set of rounds, not the quarterfinals, not the semifinals, not the grand championship, but in the quarter set of rounds, we will have a special power, each one of us, and we will make something automatically win if we want, no questions asked. So it doesn't we matter if it's like... We each get one of those. We only get one oh. of those. Yes, we each get one so of we, those. Um, that is so one of the call rules. in the... Uh, Reinforcements. Yes, it is like a, it is like we're at the UN in the you know in the executive you know grand poobah situation, and mm-hmm. we will call those in. So, okay, so this is the quarter, quarterfinal level. So this is like two rungs up the chain. Yeah, we, yeah. We have the this this rung and the next rung, and those are the times when we can use our special secret power. There are no hidden immunity idols in this game, and we do not get the final rose. Got it. Got it. Your mic's doing that little crackly thing again, just just so you're aware. Um, Okay. okay. So, in the case of Fox versus Butch, we've got big old super mutant with laser beams coming right? And then we've got Butch with his tunnel snakes jacket and a switchblade. I have a feeling where this is going. But he's very good at hair. He is very I, good at hair. You're right I'm about that. I'm not sure how that competes against a super mutant with no hair. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure with the with the no hair if that's like a good situation. Yes, a casual, yes. a casual situation. situation. I, need to, I, I need to stop working that into my my vocabulary. <laughs> 
<laughs> or else everything's going to be a casual situation. Um, yeah, I think that there's a no contest here between Fox and Butch. Um, Butch, right. you know, tunnel snakes rule, but do they really? Right. So here's here's how this plays out in my mind. Uh, Butch comes out. Fox comes out. Butch looks at Fox across the across the arena and goes, "Tunnel snakes rule!" And then Fox goes, "Me blow you to smithereens!" And goes, and just like he's just a pile of ash on the floor. Right. That's pretty good. I like your impression. That's basically. It. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was impressive. Well, thanks. Thanks. All right. Let's. Uh, so Fox moves moves forward. Butch is yeah. now a pile of ash, and Dave is going to be updating this as we go. All right. So. Next up, next up, Three Dog, everybody's favorite DJ of the Capital Wasteland, and Liberty Freaking Prime. I think we have another one of those situations. Although, so so these were. So I have a thought. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. These were seated randomly, uh, by the way. I'm not playing as Dave. Random seats. I so I have a thought. Now remember, Liberty Prime's primary programming is to mm-hmm. detect red communist threats on American soil. Mm-hmm. I would argue that if stepping onto the field of battle, if you will, mm-hmm. Three Dog could not be any more patriotic than you could possibly imagine. So you're so saying I'm that Liberty Prime would not even fire around. He wouldn't even I punch him, w- nothing. I think uh, he would not detect a single communist cell in his body. <laughs> Okay, so would three—I mean, three dog having to survive would fight back, probably, right? The other thing about three dog is that he's very influential. He has there's a lot of people who have his back, right? That's oh, yeah. true. He has now, the power once, of radio. He has the power of radio, and we know how powerful radio is, or at least you know, podcast radio is. Um, That's true. So, well, here's the question though: once three dog initiates combat with Liberty Prime and starts attacking him through whatever means or, or brings in reinforcements or whatever, would Liberty Prime defend himself? Even though he doesn't doesn't detect a communist cell in his body, would he... Would he de- is he programmed to survive should something start mm. potentially threatening his life? I'm trying to remember. I think even in fallout three and four if you attack liberty prime there's no reaction that's probably true that's probably true because it's a video game and you need liberty prime in order to finish the story right that's that's (laughs) yeah but liberty prime detected the enclave as communist right he was like well they weren't actually communists but he was like ah yes communist detected so he could be programmed to do to, to declare anything as communist yes that's true I think for the sport the of it Institute. Liberty Prime we will have to justify a way for him to actually fight back otherwise there's no combat right and if that's the case then Liberty Prime just obliterates poor three dogs that's what I'm thinking right now regardless of whatever backup he brings yeah Let, poor three dog poor yeah, three like dog if three dog played um, maybe for like six hours, I think that would be enough to send anyone over the edge. 
At which point, Liberty Prime would probably attack. Yeah, yeah. All right, so here's here's how I see this playing out. They both enter the battlefield. Liberty Prime's like, no communist detected. And then Three Dog's like, all right, <laughs> let's get this going. And then he's like, start shooting at him. And then Liberty Prime's like, communist bullets penetrating outer shell. And then he's like, bum, 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 squishes him, right? And he just has yeah. to step on him. Basically, that's yeah. all that Ellie needs to do. This is also improv comedy hour, and I'm glad that you're the host. Uh, <laughs> well, good, good. All right, so we're in agreement. Liberty Prime moves on. And everyone cheers. Capitalism! Capitalism! Yay, All right, so capitalism. Next, one, next one, we have kind of an interesting, an interesting dilemma here. We have John Henry Eden versus Moira Brown. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's what I want to bring up first of all, okay? First of all, if you blow up a nuke in Megaton, Moira Brown survives. Like That's you true. Can, I was just thinking that. She's like, can, yeah. You yeah. can really, there's like an indestructibleness to Moira Brown. Whereas John Henry Eden, John Henry Eden, um, John Henry he, Eden, he can just be turned off. You know, you can't turn, you can't uh, turn the Moira Christian. Brown off. No, she's she's always turned on. <laughs> Hashtag Moira. Um, she also, and it's been a while since I played this and, and talked with her, but she also has you go around collecting a lot of things, so she's very resourceful, right? That's true. That's I, true. I think maybe you're right. Maybe she might find a way to turn off John Henry Eden. She also uh, engenders the White Knight complex. The white so, you know, knight she complex. Of, she needs things done. She's got to write this book. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm, finds yeah. you. You find her, and you're like, "Yeah, no problem. I'll I'll help you out with that, lady. No, nope, it's fine." Mm-hmm. So, so I think there's a little bit of that. It seems like we're leaning towards Myra Brown. I'm I'm pretty pro. I came into this. That's that's a matchup that I that I saw, and I was like, you know what? She's scrappy. She's got She's some scrappy. moxie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And Ghoulher is no less scrappy. Yeah, scrappy 100% of the time. 100p scrappy, as they would say. 100p. 100p. That's what the 100. kids are saying. That's what the so kids what do we think? are saying back in 2005. Um, those kids are now not kids anymore. Uh, yeah, I think I think Myra I think Myra figures it out and she she hacks his system or, or you know turns him off before he's able to. I don't know rally the, his influence across the wasteland to come to his protection its protection I think so I think so because okay. here's the thing right. here's the thing I'm gonna come out I'm gonna come out swinging the enclave stupid they don't know what they're doing <laughs> I don't there's, there's, some, people, there's some people in our words. discord uh, yeah yeah there's some people in, in our discord who are very very strong proponents I, of the I, enclave. I, I know, I know. I've I've talked to them. I have I've seen them. Let me tell you something. The only thing that saves mm-hmm. them are computers. Mm-hmm. Dave D A V E C H A F I N P O Box P O Box Four. Don't write me. Battle Creek, Michigan. Write him. Battle Creek. We all know he lives somewhere in West Virginia. So if you just write somewhere in West Virginia, send your cereal box tops in for a free go at Dave. Yeah, yeah. All right, so my, my Miss Miss Brown moves on. Mm. She moves up. Uh, next up, we have Sarah Lyons and the Machinist, everybody's favorite accidental bad guy. 
Um, or a good guy. Could or a good guy. All right, what do you guys think about this? Of, at the end of oh. Automatron, aren't you the mechanicist or whatever? Or, yeah, you become the mechanist, yeah. Dave, yeah, I, think you just, I think you just triggered Tech, who's a major Enclave supporter in chat mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's I, what I was, I that's what I was thinking them. about. Look at there that. There a string of very un-American obscenities. Yes, let, let very t- un-American let Tech. Let me tell you, Tech, I know you. We'll talk about this <laughs> afterwards. Uh, we'll, have, we'll have a private, a private come to Jesus meeting. Um, I don't think Tech understands how evil they actually are, unless tech, I don't think they're evil. Plays, you're, you're actually that evil too. Could be, could be. What it's what, now? My opinions on the Brotherhood of Steel also not good. <laughs> also not good. Maybe the real, maybe the real evil was the evil we did along the way. That's true. I'm perfectly mm. capable of being a heel at times. Um, All right, so let's let's get back to this. Sarah Lyons, mechanist. What do you guys think? Mm. <laughs> oh, I do, Tom. That <laughs> says tech. What do you guys think? All right, so let's discuss Sarah. Sarah Lyons. Mm. I mean, she's we got know, a pretty badass group of Brotherhood of Steel. Like we're talking power soldiers here. Really right. excellently trained, ready mm-hmm. for battle. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Machinist and a bunch of robots also able to battle. Maybe not necessarily trained. Yeah. The Machinist is interesting. And I think if the Mech... Now here, what I would like to see in, in if the seed went differently is Liberty Prime fighting the Machinist. Because I think that would be an interesting... One big mm-hmm. boy. That's mm-hmm. like, do you want to be <laughs> big boy. beat up by like one big boy or like yeah. 200 toddlers. Do you guys remember the game uh, Citizen Kabuto? What? From like 20 <laughs> no. years ago? It was one Citizen of the first games that had like, no. like it was it was a PC game. It was one of the first games that had like asynchronous combat. Like you could either be like the big giant like, Kabuto monster who like picked things up and ate them. Or you could be like the little the little uh, alien guys with the little backpacks and the guns and you flew around. Or you could be like the water witch lady or whatever she was i don't know but like the multiplayer was super unbalanced in that like anyway that's it would be like big dude versus a bunch of little dudes i don't remember no that's okay that's that's all right um i'm thinking sarah i don't know i don't know that uh the brotherhood Uh, okay so here go with me here Mm -hmm. as the player character you fight all the robots, you stop the mechanist, you become the mechanist, right? Would you as the player character have been able to fight off all of the brotherhood by yourself in the same way? I don't think with the me- with access to the mechanist. I I don't think that you I don't think that you know with the the multitude of 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 retro sci-fi helmets that the mechanist may have um and his control over small um robots I don't think so I think Sarah Lyons has the backup I think that she probably is one of the more powerful and legitimately um, what's a good word for this she's uh, got like a purpose she's got purpose and mission like mm-hmm. she goes and she gets stuff done she's not sitting around waiting on these people to get she's not like oh you go do the thing she's like okay you stay here I don't want you near me that's when you first meet her she's like don't get near me I got stuff to do I go do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking. What do you all think? 
Oh, should we just should we just vote? Should we just? I think we vote. Cast a ballot. All right. So um, Dave, I'm voting for lions. Dave's lions. Ken, I'm going for the mechanist. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with lions. I'm, I'm with Dave on this one. Mm. I think I think some military training and some purpose. Uh, I think the mechanist is a little misguided and uh, too random. Although I really love I really love that expansion. I love all the robots and stuff. Of course, my yeah. name's Robots. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with Sarah Lyons on this one. So, yeah. So they they, they bust out. They both bring their posse with them. Uh, the Machinist and all the robots and Sarah Lyons and a bunch of Brotherhood soldiers and there's just this and when the dust settles oh, I'm sorry what what is there it's almost what okay. the fox what the fox says uh, and uh, when the dust settles Sarah Lyons is is standing still so mm. all, right. all right so Sarah Lyons moves on all right moving on oh this is a good one Boone her favorite sniper from New Vegas oh versus Caesar himself. This is one of the most evil men in the wasteland. Hmm. Hands down. Almost hands down. Boone. You think Boone from a distance would just like, you know, like. Headshot from a distance. Grassy knoll. Yeah. Yeah. Kaiser Kaiser steps out of the tent to go to the loo. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, one one Mm -hmm. good shot from halfway across the wasteland. When you guys played New Vegas, did you ever play a, a playthrough where you made your way into the camp? You got like close to Kaiser. Kaiser, I guess that's what they call him in it, right? It's not Caesar. Kaiser. Kaiser. And you just like tried to kill him when you were in like the tent with all the guys around you. You ever do that? Yes, I did too. Yeah, yeah. like I totally. I've done it a few totally, yeah. ways. Like I also I fudged his surgery, so he just dies. Uh huh. Yeah. You yeah. can also do that as well. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah. So for all of his power and manpower around him, now. Are we if we're putting them in this in the scenario of them being like in a combat ring, like in a battle chamber <laughs> or whatever? Yeah, you still think that that would hold up? Listen, I, th- I think Boone is like the Doom guy of Fallout. Like <laughs> <laughs> the dude just like plows through everything and is sad about absolutely everything and wants to kill and does kill absolutely everything. Now, I mean, he really only needs one shot, right? That's true. He does, but if if it's in a small arena where he's a sniper, and you've got Kaiser who had a power fist on him, uh, I mean, one good punch I'm, before. Well, it's a big enough arena to fit like Liberty Prime in, right? Oh, okay. So then, like they yeah, they come out yeah, at like toast. say say like opposite. I don't know. There, there's probably a good I don't know thirty fifty feet away from each other at least, and when they enter the ring, right? Yeah. But I think I think the distance goes to Boone. Uh, even if Kaiser comes out with a, a group, like a bunch of his Cause, men. Because I think that you can also have, like, you could dodge a bullet if you had high agility. Like, you could, like, dodge some, you could you could put on the dodgy perk and you could get going. I don't think that, when I think about <laughs> Caesar, I don't think about the amount of agility that that man has. No. I think maybe no. Per- perception and intelligence, but other than All right. that. Okay, so we're going with Boone? I feel like we're on Boone's side with this one. I'm thinking Boone. I'm having the chat weigh in as well. Yeah, let's have the yeah. chat weigh in. What do you guys think? So, so Caesar or Kaiser is for Kaiser. some people call him. Yeah, 
All right, we're getting a vote for Boone from Susie. Boone, we're Boone. a vote for Boone for Zombie Kid. Yeah, it looks like, I mean, we were kind of leaning. It looks like Boone's going to make it. I'm going to call it. Expies Alex no is going to bang anything that walks by at this point. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. There you go. Q- All right. Uh, Boone. Boone does Boone. it. Yep. Yeah, definitely Boone. Boone. Everyone Boone's <laughs> headshot across the arena. All right. Next up, we have Tabitha and Benny. So you don't any? remember who Tabitha is. She's the the um, Nightkin super mutant that lives up on top of the mountain that does the radio show that's like kind of woohoo crazy. Yeah. Um, and then um, Benny, you know, is um, Chandler Bing. Chandler Bing. Um, do you guys have a gut response on this one? I kind of do. I mean, Nightkin, super mutant strength, invisibility. He's kind of sneaky. sneaky, you know? Yeah, but she's invisible. Uh, that's kind of sneaky, too. <laughs> it's like really sneaky. It's about as sneaky as you get. It's, <laughs> it's like maximum sneaky. Mm. What if, now picture this, Tabitha like goes full stealth. She's like sneaking over there because she sees him at a distance, right? Uh-huh. She sees the jacket. You can't miss that. That jacket. She gets yeah, closer. She closer. <laughs> she hears. She hears him say, "It was rigged from the start." And then, bang. That's a really good argument. Um, or would he say, "Could it be any more rigged from the start?" That's that's a good point too. Hmm. This one's tough. I mean, this Chandler. is a tough one. Um, I don't know. My my gut is is saying Tabitha on this one. Super mutants, even if you get the jump on them, they're so resilient. They're big, strong things. That's true, and I don't think Maria would be able to take down a super mutant with a single gunshot wound, even to the head. Yeah. 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 Probably chats. Chats coming in with some Tabithas. So I'm thinking Tabitha. Yeah. All right. Let's move Tabitha up. Yeah, Tabitha you know, still falls for it, but you know is resilient. And then the next punch, you just kind of like, and you just blast. You know, you're not going to withstand that from a super mean. Oh, no. this next one. All right. Next, next up, would be interesting. Arcade Ganon, everybody's favorite um, mummy, and uh, Mortimer. Hmm. Mm, thoughts. So Arcade Ganon is like both enclave, power armor wielding, energy weapon, plus like super healer. He's like the quintessential healer. But mm-hmm. then Mortimer eats people with a top hat and a cane. <laughs> I mean, he's a cannibal, right? So yeah. Uh, yeah. But Arcade Ganon is like a survivor. Yeah, he survived and, a whole lot. And, I mean, okay. I don't know. I See, I, I, this is another one of those that I'm just like, there's just not that much of a, a fight. Uh, Mortimer's going to try to put up a fight. Arcane Ganon is going to tear him apart. Like, yeah. It, like, if Mortimer won, yeah, he would eat him. But I don't think Arcane Ganon's worried about that. I don't think he's afraid of being eaten. That's true. And if we bring in, I mean, if we bring in even their friends, like if we bring in like the entire... Mm-hmm. Um, the remnants, the remnants, and then all of the cannibals. Yeah. I think that the remnants, the, the uh, white glove society, yeah, 
Yeah. I think the remnants take it home. Um, still, the White Glove Society versus the remnants. That would be a fun battle. Yeah, yeah. I think Arcade Ganon wins this one. I think this one's pretty clear. I think so too. Okay, so Arcade Ganon beats the crap out of Mortimer. Um, next up, and this is this is another interesting one. Mister House versus Ulysses. 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 I don't know. Ulysses. Is that the pronunciation? Ulysses. Uh, I mean, uh, right off the bat, Mr. House, very powerful, one of the greatest minds in Fallout, but also not really physically capable of much. That's that's true, and and I and I've thought about I've thought about Mr. House and how he thinks. It's like I think that we need to count Mr. House and his robots, kind of. Yeah. Together. Yeah, I was thinking like he's gonna have he's gonna like. Yes, he's highly influential and has a ton of robots at his disposal. Yeah, to protect him. This also think chronologically. So, are we talking about Ulysses before activation of the the Mach two OS, or before? Um, I think we're just. I think it's whatever whatever version of a character is going to be most competitive. Competitive, yeah. And yeah. Regard, because like after after that upgrade, he has a massive, massive army of like military grade, missile lobbing OP, uh, yeah, sec- Securitrons right. versus Ulysses. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but so Ulysses if- has nuclear weapons, but he, Mister House, shot down a bunch of nuclear weapons. So I- that's true. That's a really yeah. solid point. I'm trying to think. I, think, I don't. So think here's that... the other thing: if Mr. House knew that he was going to be in a combat situation like this, he would be highly prepared. Yeah, he would be. He would have calculated super the odds over prepared, yeah. like calculating every odds, all the odds for every situation. I don't think. I think Mr. House wins this hands down. I think, I think Ulysses would make it as far as the lobby. Yeah, that yeah. Like the it. gates, the gates would open, and Mr. House would be like <laughs> carted <doors>. out. <laughs> You know, in his like, with all the robots and everything, be carted out like in his little, you know, stasis machine or whatever it's called. And then the other doors, your death, right? The other doors would open, and Ulysses would never come out. And he would go, "This was over before it was started." Good evening, everyone. And then he'd go back into the room, right? All right. So Mr. House wins that one. Moving yeah. on. Now, uh, Dave, I see that in the next tier forward on this, we have the Vegas Vipers. Do we have more competitors than we're able to fit in the first rung, and so they just automatically got placed into the second? Okay, yeah, there's a hole. Do you not see the whole other... It may be a little slow. I, no, I see I see. The, there's a right side of the thing. I see at the very bottom, to the right of Ulysses, it says Vegas Vipers. Oh, yeah, so there's there's three... Div- right. There's four divisions. There's the Mid-Atlantic Mushrooms. Uh, that's Fallout 3. There's the Vegas Vipers, which is Fallout New Vegas... There's, oh, I um, see. That's new- the name of the division. I gotcha. Yeah, okay. the New England Neutrons yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Average Slocum Joes. Got it. Got it. Okay. So I, I didn't. I didn't catch that at the beginning. I just noticed it at the bottom right now. Okay. So yeah. So we actually have four divisions. So th- the that's the first not. two this divisions. Has been discussed for years and years. The division. Yeah, it's just it was placed on the line in the next rung, so I was confused. I'm with you. Um, so okay, so let's move over to the New England Neutrons. We have Paladin Dance, everybody's favorite brotherhood synth and uh preston garvey because another settlement needs your help now is this going to be a dance dance revolution off or is this just like a regular battle i bet preston garvey's got some good dance moves he seems like the kind of guy who could 
lay it down. I think when you look at at their full power, both the Minutemen and the Brotherhood, they kind of cancel each other out. So I think this is a test of like you think purely... so? You think the Brotherhood? The Brotherhood was like down to absolutely nothing until you helped rebuild them. They were well, down I mean, to yeah. basically Preston Garvey. The Minutemen were the... like in decline. They also were not. They're not like military trained. They're more That's like true. scrappy. I guess when you upstarts. first meet when you first meet Paladin Dance, he's like it's like him and the two others. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so the Minutemen, I don't know. I, I, they're great. They have lots of good intentions, but they're not the most militaristic. But you bring if Paladin Dance has the brother, Brotherhood at his back still, then it doesn't seem like as much of a contest to me. Paladin Dance rejected from the Brotherhood off on his own, now that's a completely different situation. That's true. And that's why I think it should just be like we should... Their friends shouldn't matter in this. I think it should just be these two locked in a battle to the the metaphorical death. What do you think, Ken? Yeah, I have to think that Dance is going to kick the living crap out of Preston Garvey. Because let's all remember those amazing battles that Preston Garvey won. Let's remember that. I'll, <laughs> let's I'll remember wait. all of them. Let's yeah, remember he, all of the amazing fighting moves that he had. Yeah, um, he's a survivor, but a we, we don't have a whole lot of uh, precedence of him actually winning in combat. No, he didn't no. fight much of anything. I think I think he shot some stragglers that showed up in Sanctuary. That was about it. Yeah. All right. So... It seems like dance is moving on in this one. Dance, you know, dance yeah. in general is just sexier. It's true. It's true. So uh, they they both come out of their little little chambers out of the battlefield, and uh, Preston Garvey starts winding up his his uh what is it called a uh, laser, laser musket, musket. and uh, Paladin just like just blows him to bits. All right. Yeah. So next up on the list we have Strong, another super mutant versus Kate, both companions. We're, we're going through the companion list here. Um, Strong looking for the milk of human kindness, and Kate, who has a really freaking rough background and doesn't take anything from anybody. Drugs are crazy, man. Drugs are crazy. Weighing this out, I'm going with Kate. And the simple reason why is because Strong, for as strong as he is, <laughs> um, <laughs> is also pretty easy to trick. Like, Kate could just say, oh yeah, Milk of Human Kindness, I got this right here in my bag. And she could load him up with, like, some bad jet or something. Oh, and uh, she totally and, would do something like that, too. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. she would. So she, she would, would she trick totally him, resorted. he would poison himself and just die. Like, she wouldn't even right. have to fight. <laughs> Let's also remember that Kate was a pit fighter. Like, she spent a lot of That's, time yeah. surviving in very similar situations just like this. So I think yeah. she has experience on her I think you're right. I think she might actually win this one. Even though Strong she, is a big, yeah. big Strong super mutant, I think she would outsmart him. I think she's got an X factor, you know. It's like yeah, got more, got more going on. I'm thinking Kate, kind of hands down. Yeah, is that yeah. Any All right. so weighing in, Kate as well. Okay. All right. That's so that's hot. what happens. Kate, Kate moves on. Uh, next up on the list, we have Piper, everybody's favorite uh, news reporter, and Arthur Maxson, the uh, racist leader of the Brotherhood. Piper has the power of the news media behind her. Sort of. <laughs> this is a little too <laughs> <chocolate>. <laughs> Um 
<laughs> uh, Arthur Maxson, which is very 2020. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arthur Maxson, very capable leader of the Brotherhood. Is there a, is there a way that Piper could win this? No. <laughs> and she's not really a fighter. I mean, you can bring her along. You can um, give her a gun. She can shoot at stuff. So hear me out. I think there's only one scenario that could possibly work. Uh, and it's if she equips some perk cards uh, uh-huh. to make herself more alluring. Um, and then seduces, seduces him, him to mm. prevent I mean, him from killing lady. her. Like, yeah. I think she could flirt it up a little bit. I think that would be the only way. Because I also don't know if he's the personality type or he's so rigid with his code. I don't know if he would fight a woman. Like, I feel like that would be a very old-fashioned kind of uh, code a, that would be programmed into him. I'm not sure if he'd fight her to the mm, death. I think if his death was on the It's another one of the things. If his death was on the line, I think he very much would do what he needs to do to survive. Oh, uh, that's true. I think in a situation like that... Um, Could you yeah. seduce Arthur Maxon when you were... Like as the player character in Fallout Four, could you? Like, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm sure there's a mod out there for that, but no. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> not by include mods in this. <laughs> we can mod anything into this. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur Maxon versus I, a giant chicken. Arthur Maxon versus an army of Thomas the Tank Engines. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So it looks I, like Arthur Maxon wins this one. Uh, what do you think, Dave? I like the argument that Ken's putting forward, but I'm going to say Arthur Maxon. <laughs> All right, all right. I gotta go with my gal Piper. I mean, really? and you're I, always. I still think Arthur Maxon's gonna win this. I, I mean, it, I'm letting it, you know. Her wily ways. I'm telling you, she could pull it off. True. The the thing that I don't want you all to forget is you have the special power. Now I know you probably may know that you have the special power, but I'm just letting you know. Just At a reminder. any point. I am initiating special the special power. power. That's it. Can somebody counter with their special power? Is nope, that allowed? No, it's nope, no. That is not in the rules. Once right. somebody initiates their special power the right. special power right. has been used Ken you have used the nuclear option and Piper will move on to the next round just by the grace of your own will I also can't stand Arthur Maxon so it's my pleasure to use it against him <laughs> there you go alright Piper survives moves on next up we have everybody's favorite detective Nick Valentine yes. and uh, the most uh, mysterious man in uh, the commonwealth Deacon what do you guys think about this one? Nick, both of these people are very able to defend themselves, and both of them are very crafty when they need to be. So Deacon this seems like a like, very fair matchup. Deacon is like a, the, the master of disguises. Yes. Like, if we think back to, you know, he's not like, turtle, turtle, or, you know, whatever that movie Did was. Did you say turtle, turtle? Yeah, yeah, the master of disguise, the seminal film um, with... Uh, yeah, <laughs> The seminal film of seminal films. <laughs> the seminal film. Yeah, you should uh, you should look that up. Master of Disguise. I'm sure people know that. Uh, anyways, he's he he's the master of disguise. But Nick Valentine mm-hmm. is like Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. of this universe, right? So it's like this. Yeah. Master, so wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that this is like a Sherlock Holmes versus Moriarty kind of thing going on here? Yeah, that's it's kind of what I'm saying here. I mean, he's not really... Deacon's not necessarily evil, but he's definitely no. smart enough to be that kind of character, I would think. He doesn't... He mm. plays it down, but I think he's there's more going on there than it seems. 
Oh, man. And I mean, is should, it? Should we poll is, the audience? Yeah, well, chat, what do you guys think? This so is do a you close think one. It's, it's going to be Deacon or Nick Valentine? I think in an arena. In an arena. Having stealth and being able to use disguises isn't going to do you a hell of a lot of good. If no, this was anywhere you know else, like, enemy is like there, Deacon yeah. could totally disguise himself, uh, like lock the secretary in a closet or something, mm -hmm. uh, and like put himself like all the hair and he could look like her. So she has her back, like to Nick walks in and, hey, sugar, uh, let's type <laughs> some things. And uh, <laughs> I remember that line directly from the game. Yes, that was almost that, that was, was like that I was, was playing the game from, right there. That was cut down. And hey, then all sugar, of a sudden, type some stuff. Like Deacon turns around, he's like, "I'm gonna make I'm that a T-shirt." Anything. That's gonna be a shirt. Start, and then that would yeah. be it for Nick. By the time you hear this on the podcast uh, version of the show, there's gonna be a, sh a shirt on the Robots yeah. Radio T-shirt store that says, "Hey, sugar, let's type some stuff," and has a picture I of Nick Valentine on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most emotionally resonant line in the entire entirety of Fallout 4. Yeah, that's a know. big one. It was written by Todd himself. At least that's the story I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop. Uh, what's the chat? What's the chat? What is this chat doing? What are, what chat. are they up to? Do? Chat says Nick, Nick, <laughs> Deacon, what the Deacon. Hell is that, Deacon is the bear high school mascot head in my favorite... Is my favorite thing in the world? Deacon. Oh, Deacon in the bear house. <laughs> oh, I got you. The, um, you can make him wear the bear hat. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got it. All right. So what do, we, what do we think here? Nick or Deacon? Next few next few posts, next few responses are going to call this one because I'm torn. I think it could go either way. Nick is a synth. We do have that difference. But ability... isn't a synth? No, there's is a theory he... that he might be, but no, he's a human. He claims that he might be a synth, but it's... Chances are it's false. Chances are it's false. Yeah. It's yeah. Right. It seems to not be true. Hmm. Um, and if you look at the files, like the like, I did, I, I dug into the stuff for the episode. I did. Um, if you look at the files, if you <laughs> actually get into the, if you actually get into the files of the game, there's evidence that like he he's not built like a synth character <laughs> or something. Deacon, 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 Deacon. Uh, yeah. We had some Nicks previously. A lot of Deacons. All right. Deacon. Well, next one. Next one that pops up calls. We're just gonna next one that pops up. Experts I'm saying Deacon. There's so many Deacons here that it's like... We call Pete Hines, because there's so many Deacons. <laughs> can't, can't decide. Can't Our, decide. This is the deciding vote. Whoever deciding does it next. vote. Next one. We're going to get no response. Nick! Scullyface comes in with a Nick. It looks oh. like Nick sneaks it out and then mixed. All right. Yep. Nick wins. Nick pulls this one out. Nick All right, congratulations, Nick. You. Uh, wow. This was a long fight, but you survived it. He's a little bit more worse for wear, but it's hard to tell because he's already kind of worse for wear. All right, moving into the last of the four groups, mm -hmm. the average Slocum Joes. We have Hancock versus Bessie. Bessie from Fallout 76. The, yes. Uh, what is it? It's not an Assaultron. It's a... Uh, um, Securitron, uh, right? Securitron that looks like a cow. It's painted yeah. like a cow. Uh, some um, of these were, were submitted by our lovely um, Twitter folks um and bessie this is great certainly one of them i i love this uh we've never seen bessie do anything than just like power up move around and make moo sounds as far as i'm aware um and then of course hancock very formidable opponent it depends 
on on how much Bessie has been altered. Like, is that just a paint job, or does now she only like shoot milk? <laughs> does she shoot milk? Is that a thing? Because is there well, a conversation I mean, you, know, she's, you can have she's in the way where they're they've, like, they've go get the, some milk got, from Bessie? She shoots it they out. They got the hands, and if you look, there's like the nodules and stuff, like the milking uh-huh. machine. So uh-huh. there's like she's probably been retrofitted with like these gigantic milking pump things. Uh-huh. Scullyface asks a very good question in chat and says, "Has anyone attacked Bessie in game?" I have not. I have not. You know what? I haven't either, but I might try that. I like Bessie. Bessie. I'm like, I don't know. Let's Bessie. see if she shoots milk. <laughs> she I think, just covers you in milk. I think Bessie is utterly underpowered. I, guess, I, yeah. I think I think Hancock is one crafty mf. That's true. I think he's. I think he's going to pull this one out, and what I'm not. Think, I'm not even sure that Bessie shoots anything other than milk. Like maybe she's just designed to, to milk the cows, and that's all she does now. But that milk's got to go somewhere, Tom. Mm. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm going with mm-hmm. Hancock. Yeah. All right. Hancock. Hancock wins this one. Moves oh, up. Oh, Tech says, uh, "Yeah, she can't do anything. She can't. She doesn't attack you back." Yeah. If anybody has attacked her, it's Tech. Thank you for testing that out, Tech. <laughs> um, then we have, next up, everybody's favorite companion, Dogmeat, um, who ranges from all the way from the very first Fallout game onward. And Harold, Harold, our favorite plant person. Um, so here's a question. Is this like Fallout 3 Harold, where he's basically a tree? Or is this like Fallout 1 Harold, where he's still a dude and he's just got a thing sticking out of his head? My dogs have destroyed a lot of plants in the garden um, uh-huh. from their their stomping and their pee and a number of different activities that they get into. Um, I can they like tell to pick you, up sticks with their mouth? I have put up a, a, a small tree against my dogs, and the small tree had to be taken back to Lowe's with Bruce. <laughs> um, so I am leaning towards dog meat at this one just from, um, you know, personal vendettas. Okay. Mobius Strip says dog meat would relieve himself on Tree Harold in chat. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with dog meat on this one too. I think yeah. I think dog meat is pretty clear. All right, dog meat. Dog meat picks Harold up as like a uh, in place fetch with him or something. And like you can moves. just keep gnawing on his roots. Yeah, yeah. So dog meat moves on. Uh, let's see. Next one up, we have uh, Rara and Gale from seventy six. Oh. And the 76 Overseer. So this is a power team that I made. Um, this is the only duo specifically uh-huh. listed because they, they I, go together. I feel like that they are collectively one character mm-hmm. um, within it. So Right. Just so there's no shenanigans. Guess what? There's a ton of shenanigans. <laughs> right. What do you guys think about this one? I'm thinking Robert on Gale. Uh, because children don't die and fall out. Children don't die. You can't kill children. Children don't oh, die and fall out. Come on. Uh, the overseer. The children run away. I don't see the overseer as being a very strong combatant. No. No. Nice to see you again. I need you to go do something for me. Surprise. Yeah. 
pretty much, pretty yeah. much it. Do you like my house? It was bitten. It was built by other vault dwellers for me. She thought mole miners in the ash heap were hard, so um. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. I'm the Ron Gale. Ron Gale, moving on, and then we have Lou and Modus. So, if you haven't gotten to Lou, Lou is kind of a, an unknown. He's lucky, Lou. He is the ghoul that has um, tried to kill himself a bunch and continually cannot. He, <laughs> he he is incapable. He has too high of a luck stat, and he like has set up suicide traps for himself, in which oh. he physically cannot die. I'm going with Modus on this one. One one uh, dial up to the Kovac Maldun, and it's all over. Yeah, I think Modus. This is pretty clear to me too. I'm I'm going with Modus. Special power right now, Lou. Are you using special power oh. for Lou? Lou. Yeah. All right. All right. We can still use special power in the next round too, right? I heard. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. All right. Round all right. So um, Lou moves on. Um, I believe that. Uh, children are the future. He cannot die. He cannot die. And then, well, I don't right. know. Dude can't die. Dude can't die. Okay. That is our first the first tier of our competition. Let's move. Uh, let's go back up to the top what left. What a battle. What a battle. What a battle. Let's see who wins this next one. Now we are back to Fox and Liberty Prime. Ooh. I don't know, guys. Liberty Prime, tough competitor. Do you think Fox can? I don't think if we're looking at Liberty sheer Prime? strength against the other people, like if we're looking at sheer willpower and determination, mm-hmm. Fox does attack that enclave base like head on at the end of three. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a like go getter. Yeah, and like runs just absolute destruction on them. I still think Liberty Prime. It, it just—I think so too. Liberty. It would be tough to take Liberty Prime down, even you're right. if you're I'm a super mutant. <laughs> I, I think Liberty Prime would be the correct. All right, Liberty Prime. Moving on. Squishes Fox. Next up, we have Myra Brown and Sarah Lyons. I think Ooh, Sarah Lyons ladies. would mop the floor with Moira Brown. Yeah, yeah, I think that they both have determination, but Sarah Lyons has more determination. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, and more uh, more um, support. So, all right. Ooh, Sarah Lyons. Little potatoes. Sarah Lyons moving up. Yep. Yep, yep. Moving on up, moving uh, on up. And then Sarah as, <laughs> as is written here, Boon Baby. And Tabitha. Boon Baby. Boon Baby versus Tabitha. Sniper versus an invisible super mutant. Do you think the sniper could get a hit on the invisible super mutant? I don't think so. I think Tabitha's going to take this one. Yeah, I'm, Now I'm that like, we've talked through, we talked through a lot of these characters. I think that Tabitha is coming out to be pretty strong in this competition, which I really didn't see coming. She's, She's kind of that stealth going. If you came to this with bets on I mean, Tabitha, like he went to the local uh, bettery and right. placed a bet, yeah. you're betting pretty high. Well, this is this is a this is a fundamental build, right? You've got, I mean, Tabitha is the stealth build, right? Stealthy, and then when she hits, hits hard. 
a sniper is only as good as what they can see and lock onto. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, unless right, you're up the... close, it's pretty hard to see that kind of visual distortion field. All right, Tabitha, you take it on this one. Poor Boon Baby gets uh, snuck up on and squished. Tabitha, squish, sniper guy. Uh, now we're up to Arcade Shazam Ganon versus Mr. House. You know, Interesting. Of- Interesting dilemma. Two of the most, I don't know, famous characters from New Vegas? Two, two of the most favorites? Two favorites, I guess we could say. I don't like I I really if we take because we have to take into account the allies at this point when you when you're having Mr. House fight the only way that he fights is with allies so we have to give these people the benefit of the doubt so I think that we have to include RK Ganon's remnants in there as well mm-hmm. look at me look at me tech look at me I'm supporting this enclave business that's going on here so I don't want to hear any more lip about <laughs> my opinions I, but I do oh, want to hear lip yeah, I'm I'm thinking Arcade would be smart enough, unlike Ulysses, to, to tackle him head on. I think he would get the remnants together. I think they would plan something, like a large electromagnetic pulse of some kind. Find a way maybe to I think technology wise, they would find a, a way to get to house. So you guys are both on the arcade Ganon? I'm thinking arcade. Side of this. Okay. I think it's fair. I'll go with you on that. Cool. I'm cool with that. Night, uh, it was post-upgrade. So yeah, it would be uh, fully upgraded Securitrons. All right. Arcade. Fire Ganon. Moving on. Back to the other side. Dance, dance. Revolution. Baby. Versus Kate. Ooh. I think this is a seminal matchup because Ooh. you have like this person that champions like you have like the white knight and the black knight you know the one that's like ready to get down there and get dirty and and like do whatever it takes as opposed to right. the right. dude that's like i'm good i am so powerful but i am so dedicated to the cause and honor and yeah yeah and this is i mean dance is like the, the seminal paladin right right like the uh the lawful good and kate is like the chaotic good at least by the time yep. that you've met her and helped her i feel like dance would be the type that would throw down weapons uh and he's gritty enough that that it would be a hand-to-hand combat situation if that's the case then i'm going with kate that's what i'm thinking like because i can't i can't picture dance wanting to use heavy weapons against her i'm thinking he would like throw down and he he would say okay let's 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 make this fair. Scrap this out. Yeah. Right. He puts down his laser pistol or whatever, you know, machine yep, gun or whatever his heavy he has. Weapons. Yep. His heavy weapons. And then he's like, I'm All right, he gets let's out go. of power armor, and it's that's it. Under armor yeah. against you know. But but we know that she's gonna, she's got like a knife stored in her boot or something. Oh yeah. And he go he's he's going fisticuffs, and she goes, cool, and just shanks him. Shoink. Yep. Yeah. So Kate wins. I'm thinking Kate. Kate, it's decided. All right, all right. Kate moves on. Sorry, dance, dance. To um, the complaint department, which is located at <laughs> next. <laughs> the complaint department, uh, which is Dave's house. Um, next up, we have the uh, showdown Theo between Box, Battle Creek, Michigan. Piper and Nick Valentine. Piper by Kenny's powers. 
survives powers. to deal with Nick Valentine. I don't think these two would want to have to fight each other, but they would have to because they're being put in the situation. That's true. We have forced them into such a duel. Yes. I, you know, if we're going by going by personalities, I think Nick might actually stand down from this as well. What happens if they choose not to fight? I think Piper would fight. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, Piper's going to go, well, people got to get the news. <laughs> Scully has a good point. I feel like Nick would let Piper win. Yeah, I feel like Nick Nick is the kind of guy who might be like, well, well, darling, my time's up anyway, or however he I talks. Mean, they've known each other for a long time, so... <laughs> I think he'd be like, well, kid. Well, kid. Yeah. I'm going to go type go some sometime. papers in heaven. Meh. I think Meh. Piper... I think Piper's the winner here. Yeah. I but think Can Nick, you have influenced yeah. this game? I'm telling you what. That was a power play, if anything. Yeah, I think Piper wins. It was a well. power play. Power play. All right, we're down to... Oh, Hancock. hold the phone. Stop right mm. here. What? A very, very good point. Now, Knight Radcliffe brought up this excellent point. What if uh Nick goes full-on Kellogg? So remember, after uh, Kellogg's memories were dumped into Nick, Uh Nick has that moment where Kellogg reassumes control and Mm. speaks through Nick. What happens if that wasn't a fluke and Kellogg is still in there? And what if in the heat of battle, he comes out to play? I think that's a really big what if. Okay. Because we have we don't see that we only see the speaking happen. We don't actually see control override. I could see if there was True. personal stake. If Kellogg had personal stake in this battle, like if he had a reason to be there, then I think that's a good argument. But I think that maybe uh, what does he care about Piper? He doesn't care. Yeah, He's I don't busy think being, he cares. A, being a serial yeah. brand and having a cool gun, you know. Right, right, serial brand. I'm still I'm still with Piper on this one. We're going Piper. Do that. Piper. All right, Piper. Piper makes it. <laughs> Revenge on the PC. All right, next up, Dogmeat and Hancock. Um, I mean, Hancock would win this, right? Like hands down. Yeah. He's not against killing a dog. He would do it. No. To survive. That's why I'm going to use my, my thing right here and make dog, dog meat win. <laughs> dog meat! Look at Tom with that power play. Everybody loves you. Wow. You can't let the dog get killed. Wow. The dog the dog meat always survives. Like, you can't kill him. Right? Wow. This, I mean, this could really influence the game here. That's right? all I'm saying. This, I mean... Kill a, no, you can't kill a dog. I mean, he kills the dog. This is amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll never see another game like this. I mean, this is one for the history books. <laughs> one for the history books. All right, next the round. Rara, Rara and, Ga- and Gale and uh, Lou. Um, if Lou really can't die, doesn't Lou win even though he has to kill a child? He's just very lucky. But he doesn't 
want to fight. So yeah, he, he like really doesn't want to fight. I think it's Ra Ra and Gale, even though I moved. Yeah, I think so too. See, my power play was more in the spirit of if we let Modus into this. Here's the thing: I, I thought, <laughs> who do I need to take down? I have Mister House here. I need to take down. I have Liberty Prime. I need to take down Modus and John Henry Eden. And They're so far, the, the only one that's the major contenders is Liberty Prime right now. Um, right. So I think Ra Ra and Gale is the winner of this. Yeah, I right. agree with chat. Yeah, he wants to kill himself for others. He'd never harm Ra Ra. I agree. All right, let's do it. Ra Ra and Gale, moving up. Okay. All right, this is the semifinals. Semifinals. Here we go. Semifinals, back up to the top. This is the Everybody's... quarterfinals. I'm so sorry. Quarterfinals. Back up to the top. Liberty Prime versus Sarah Lyons. An interesting matchup. We're going to have a problem here. Yeah. Conflict of interest. Yeah. I, I There's that, but also, more importantly, Liberty Prime will have been programmed not to attack Brotherhood personnel. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. So, is there any reason Liberty Prime could win this? Not even from, like, we used the justification before self-preservation, but I think I think the mandate of... I mean, the, the Brotherhood is in control of them. I think that, that that's hard programmed. Never right. attack a Brotherhood soldier, right? Right. Yeah. Or member, or whatever definition you have. So in that case, Sarah Lyons wins. She can just walk up with a screwdriver and just take them apart. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, Sarah Lyons. All right, Sarah Lyons. Ooh, interesting. Lyons. Interesting. Turning he things on it on its head. As the winner of that division of the Fallout Congratulations. 3. Congratulations. Yeah, Sarah Lyons is the winner of the, what was that division called? Mid-Atlant- Mid-Atlantic Mushrooms. The Mid-Atlantic Mushroom Champion. All right, and then down to the. Uh, I just closed my. Uh, I shouldn't have closed my thing. This other division, the Vegas Vipers. We have Tabitha versus Arcade Ganon. Ooh. Arcade Ganon's a survivor. I have a feeling that Arcade Ganon has dealt with Nikin. stealthy characters, Nakin. I imagine too, and yeah. survived well, it. Okay, and here's the thing. She has mental issues. Like, she's got she some, does. some stuff, and he is a part of an organization that's, like, there to help and care for people. And in the game, how the the courier, that's it, um, solves that problem is... Well, it, you could. I mean, you could probably just shoot her because it's New Vegas. But most likely, you're talking her down and kind of... Rounding her out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe Arcade Ganon. I think it's Arcade Ganon. I think we're all in agreement about that. All yeah. right. Arcade Ganon moves on. Congratulations. Winner of the Vegas Vipers side of this. Oh, he's going he's to get his butt kicked. <laughs> and then Next we up. have. Oh, man. We have Kate versus Piper. Piper. I am sure there are fan fictions about this and mm. all sorts of artwork. <laughs> Mods, possibly. Jesus. Um, the, okay. the dark side of the Nexus. 
I mean, okay, um, so in what situation does Piper win this? Because I think Kate would... None. No, yeah, no. I think, you know, I think uh, if she... In, in, force wouldn't work. If she tried to employ seduction, uh, I think Kate would just shank her immediately. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think Kate's messing with uh, this at all. No, I think... Yeah. Man, Kate, Kate makes it to the top. You, you down with that, Dave? Yeah, I, I think that in a battle they would win. I'm curious who would win in an argument. Oh, Piper! Piper is more mentally uh, agile than Kate, by sure, for sure. Uh, but this is a this is a physical combat, so Kate Kate's gonna win. We should do another one of these and be like, who would win in a debate? <laughs> would win in a debate? Who would win <laughs> at baking chocolate chip cookies? Who would make the best ones? Would they taste? Who's, who's the best sweet? baker? Yeah. All right. I'll be uh, Hollywood. The other the other side of this one: uh, dog meat versus Rara and Gale. Are we killing children okay. or are we killing dogs? So, Tom, you used your super your super secret powers given yes. to you to advance dog meat to the crowd, and I think that this is a game changer because I don't think Ra Ra and Gale are killing the dog. I don't think they'll kill a dog. I think you're right. I think that they are that, that it is not in their programming to do things. I think there are other people on this list that are 100% capable of doing that. I don't know if they are. Yeah, Curious what everybody else by the way, you've got the crack, snap, snapple, snapple, crackle, punch, crap, words uh, going on with your mic again. Just so you know. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, dogmate. I think dogmate wins on this one. I think so too. I think they just like hand it over. They're just like, okay, no contest. You win, dogmate. Yeah. All right. So now we're down to the semifinals. Semi. Finals. Can this one be a draw? <laughs> Mobius strip. Um, all right. <laughs> On the left side of the board, Sarah Lyons versus Arcade Ganon. We're talking uh, Brotherhood versus Enclave Remnant. Holy uh, crap! I think I think Sarah Lyons would find out he's Enclave, and she would go full on berserker. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that. But Arcade Ganon is not going to stand down from this one. Talking major trigger. This is like, this is going to be. A contest for the ages. Do we want to? Do we want to let this? They're both defined by their, squ- their their squad. So they have the lion's pride, which is what her her squad is, and he has the remnants. So there's like two. Like if you're rolling with squads, if you're rolling deep with your squad, rolling deep with your homies. Yeah. There's two very large squads, and mm-hmm. I'm re- I'm I'm I really don't know. Who wins that? Yeah, that's better than a large squat. Large squat. That's true. Does that help your glutes? Yep. Do we want to? Okay, so this was was I was going to say. Do we want to put this up to chat? I I kind of do. Um, I think maybe I, maybe from this round on we should let chat decide. That's a think? good point. All right, we've got uh, we have. Sarah Two, Lyons. Three for Sarah so far. Knight Redcliffe Four. with an excellent point. Sarah is elite trained in arcade, never officially received training. Good point. That's yeah, true. But, but is a survivor. So there's, yeah. that counts for something. All right. So multiple so Sarahs. Four for Sarah. I don't see any arcades. Five for Sarah. All right. Looks like Sarah's winning this one, guys. It I would take Sarah's, a lot. I think Sarah's taking this away. All right. Sarah, Sarah Lyons, congratulations. 
Wow. Winner of the left division. The West Coast division? The oh, West Coast winner, division? winner of the last gen division. The last the gen winner, winner, division. Dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right. And on the other side of the board, Kate versus dog meat. I'm sorry, dog meat. The dog meat's dead. <laughs> yeah. Kate would have no problem shanking a dog. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. All right, let's see what chat says. This is we we agree that this is up to chat. So, Kate, we got a Kate. We got, we got one for Kate. Let's see how the votes come in. Yeah, I don't think she would have a problem dealing with dog meat. And as much as I love dog meat, oh, we drugs. got one for dog meat. Zombie killer. Yep. Oh. Dr- <laughs> we have a vote for drugs. <laughs> Poor dog meat would lose. Okay, that's another so vote, that's, vote for Kate. Yep. So we're at two now. Another vote for Kate, yeah. Um, yeah. Three for Kate. We'd literally cut out. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, All right. I think, Kate's, I think Kate's winning this one. I think we can yep. write it All in. Right. All right. And then down, down to the finals. Wow. Sarah Lyons. Face off that Versus would be. Kate. When I saw this board for the first time, these were not the two that I expected to be in the finals at all. Me either. No. It's amazing I think it's how really, really interesting that it's two women that are it's two women, yeah, fighting it yeah. out to the death. Congratulations to the writers of Fallout for uh, giving us powerful, interesting women characters, female characters. That's a very Thank excellent you. Point. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Um, all right, Sarah Lyons versus Kate. Let's see what does now, chat say. We'll are discuss we talking it. We'll chat votes? Are we talking Sarah Lyons on her own or Sarah Lyons with the pride? Well, Kate isn't because, really bringing back up on this one. So, do you think Sarah Lyons would say, okay, let's mano-mano, face-off, one-on-one, it's the only fair way to do this? I think she would. I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. This is the grand finals. Like, at this point, they're going to they're gonna know the stakes. The, the stakes are high. Like, this yeah, is like... One, two for Sarah Lyons? This is the Kentucky so, Derby uh, for Kate. them. One I think... Kate. I'm starting to another think for that Kate, maybe another that, for like, Sarah. Ooh, this is this is tight. Ooh, is that's like dirty fighting. Three can... Sarahs, two Kates. Yeah. Well, Kate. I mean, Kate will definitely fight dirty. Sarah's going to fight more fair, but is highly trained. Kate, cage fighter. Also very experienced, if not officially trained. Yeah, I feel like this would be a situation of of Hulk. <laughs> versus Thanos, where Thanos is so versed uh, in fighting. The Hulk right. is like brute strength, like totally like just slashing, very chaotic, which would be Kate's fight style. Whereas Sarah would be measured and let Kate wear herself down before she just, you know, took some decisive blows. And they mm-hmm. would be like very specific targeted blows. Jason in chat says Kate would take every cam for two minutes of carnage. <laughs> <laughs> would we would we allow I Kate mean, to go junkies? Even build? if we didn't, she probably would have it snuck somewhere. Like right, she just Kate, keep popping. Would Kate go junkies build on Sarah Lyons? And, would and Sarah Lyons go bloody build? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All right. So what's the official tally here? We got one, two, three for Sarah. I've I've seen. We've got one, uh, two, three, four. Four for Kate. 
Yeah, I agree with you, Jason. I think in a life or death situation, Kate's like, give me that chat. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah. So I think it looks like Kate is winning. Kate is going to win this. I'll be damned. Should we call it? Wow. We're calling it. I who, think so. Who would have thought, because we're, we're talking some pretty OP people, and Kate wins. Yeah, I, I like Kate. I think she's cute. It's insane. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, so let's call it. The winner of our first official Fallout Hub summer... What are we calling this? Summer... Summer special. S-P-E-C-I-A-L. Smackdown. I feel like the moment we share this on Twitter, we're going to get a lot of angry like responses and debating going. That's great. Good. That's great. No publicity <laughs> is bad publicity. All right, Let's Kate is the it. champion. Congratulations, Amazing. Kate. Amazing. You have survived. Wow. To fight another day. To fight another day. Good job. It's amazing. This is an amazing time we all live in. Who knew? Who knew? I wouldn't have I wouldn't have guessed that from the beginning, but congratulations. I would be interesting if we were to randomize this again to see how this would come out. Now see, Matt Redcliffe this... uh, brought in a good point. Joshua Graham bringing him in would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. so too. Augustus Autumn would be interesting. Yeah, we could we could work out some of the weaker contenders, maybe, and bring in some mm-hmm. others, and then re-randomize it, and then see the, f- the featherweight league. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I also think it would be interesting to do a like uh, who would win, not just in a debate, but like who mentally would win, right? Like not in a physical uh, combat, but like who would outsmart who would outsmart the other like each other. I heard in a situation where you can't physically attack each other, who would win, like, based on smarts, I guess, if we could define it like that? Get the, who has the higher int, you know? Yeah, yeah. Alright, guys. Well, that well, is the game. That's the game. That's Congratulations the game. to Kate, our winner. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on Twitch, and for tuning in every week on the Fallout Hub. We have some very Damn. cool stuff coming up in the future that we can't talk about yet. So stay tuned for that. Ken? Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. We will tomorrow be making... being Thursday. Yes. The, the tomorrow, Thursday the 30th, we will be making an announcement. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. All right, friends. Well, thanks for tuning in. Hi, everybody. Thanks for Hi, uh, everybody. being here in chat. And goodbye, everybody. We will be back again next week, probably on our uh, regular Tuesday our stream Tuesday. time. Tuesday. On our Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Tuesdays, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on uh, the Chad Fault 76 podcast Twitch channel. You can tune in every week and check out our stuff. Guys, how can people get a hold of you? Ken? You can find me at uh, FChad Fallout fall76podcast.com uh, and fchad76 on Twitter, I believe. Yeah, You can find me places. Just I'll search stuff. Yeah. yeah, Just step outside. Look in the show notes. Just look in the show yeah. notes. <laughs> Throw a signal flare up. <laughs> yeah. Dave? Uh, don't find me. I don't want to hear any of your enclave rallying support. <laughs> um, that's, that's not what I need after today. Uh, but you can also follow me um, on Twitter at Dave Chaffins, and uh, I'll be posting some projects and stuff that I've got going on in the background with that. Um, and don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram and other social media. I think just Twitter and Instagram at the Fallout Hub. And catch us live, catch us on your favorite podcast services, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And if people want to send what? you an- angry letters, what's your address? Okay, my address is 123 Mothman Street. <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan. Send in those cereal box tops, kids. Yes. Awesome. And you guys know how to get a hold of me. Uh, just search Robots Radio anything, and you'll find me on stuff. So Robots Radio Twitter, Robots Radio uh, whatever. You'll find it. RobotsRadio.net for the shows. And Also and send you, out a flick, no signal flare. And also send out a fl- signal flare. And, you know, if you are interested in some of the other shows that we do or of the, all the other shows on the network, we've got like 22 yeah. other shows on the network at this point, go, wow. robo- go to RobotsRadio.net or or go to the Robots Radio Discord and just look at the list of show channels, and you'll see a bunch of shows about some really cool stuff, including video games and movies and all sorts of things. So go check that out. We don't let people... It was just anybody into the network. They're all great creators with quality great content. Quality shows. Quality shows. That's that's what we do. So go check that out. I'm sure you'll find some other things that you can listen to and you will enjoy. So um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week. And until next week, um, to bring. I, I guess the lesson here is bring a shank and some extra drugs if you're going to be in a pit fight. That's the lesson. That's the lesson. That's going to go. That'll Heal be on life. a t-shirt as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, and also, until next week... Uh, what was the Nick quote? Something about keep typing. Uh, hey, uh, oh. hey, hey, lady. sugar, hey, keep sugar, type- keep typing. Something dark, right, guys. Like- See you later. <laughs>